she was this gun-toting, whiskey-drinking broad. This is a super epic fucking broad. She was a pioneer in the industry. She's also so famous and so controversial. So controversial. So she's kind of a big fucking deal. Her story is so incredible. She belongs on this podcast because she's a broad you should know. Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I am your host, Sarah Gorski, and this is Broadly Speaking episode number 10 and episode 134 of Broads You Should Know. Can you believe that this little podcast has logged that many episodes? If you have been listening with us from the very beginning, uh, back in November of 2019, that's 121 broads that you've learned about. Well, actually, it's a few more because I snuck in a few multi-broad episodes along the way, and then 10 broadly speaking episodes, including this one, and three rebroadcasts because uh, I sometimes bring back some of my favorites when the moment was right with current events. This episode, though, marks a few big firsts for broads you should know and for me. First of all, if you haven't noticed yet, I don't have any guests here with me. I'm here alone, all by myself. If I had the rights to Mariah Carey, I'd probably play that song right now. You know what song I'm talking about? And folks, it is terrifying. I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's not actually terrifying. My feminist heart beats strong, and my love of the stories of amazing women in the world knows no bounds. I could talk about these broads all day. And I do. I literally, at parties now, because parties are sort of making a post-COVID comeback, I can usually manage to insert a story about broads like several times during the party. And I'd probably also say something self-deprecating about how I now have no friends left, ha ha ha. But that actually wouldn't be true because the truth is when I tell these stories to other people, even strangers at parties, the stories of these amazing women, people's eyes get really wide and their jaws drop and they say something like, whoa and they usually follow up with another story of another different amazing broad that inspires them personally and it's like it becomes this big broads love fest like everybody everybody is into these stories so i can totally do this episode by myself i am qualified i can push aside the self-doubt that creeps in and put on my big girl pants and just do it. So here is the first, broadly speaking, and the first Broads You Should Know episode with a solo host. It's just me. It's like the movie Free Solo, but like way less risky. (laughs) And the worst thing that will happen, listeners, is that you might find me boring all by myself, in which case... I'll encourage you to spin the episode list to a different episode from the past that you haven't heard yet or one that you love and give it a re-listen. So it's okay. I won't even know. So there's also another big first today for this episode of Broads You Should Know, and that is for the first time ever in our history, Broads You Should Know has a sponsor. Holy forking shit, as they'd say in the good place. I realize for you listeners that this news might seem negative, like, damn it, now I have to listen to an ad. But the reality for podcast production is that, okay, like, okay, real talk, it's expensive to produce a podcast and it's really tough to gain enough listeners that ad people even give a shit about you. So the fact that we have an ad now is like a huge deal and it's a huge step onward and upward for this podcast. So 
moving on, you're going to hear me read a tasteful ad now and again, but I promise you, I promise you that I take the dignity of this podcast very seriously and I will never read you shitty ads for shitty products or services. I 100% cannot abide that at all. And well, you know what? I wasn't going to say this, but <laughs> what the hell? It's a free solo episode, so nobody could stop me. If even the possibility of hearing an ad during the podcast is pissing you off and you'd rather pay one or two bucks for a Patreon so broads you can know can stay ad-free, then right now I want you to tell me that. I want you to email know at gmail.com or hit us up on social. We're on Facebook and Instagram at know or Twitter at BYSK Podcast. I'm serious. I want to hear your feedback. I have my big girl pants on and everything, and I'm ready for it. So that is all of the business stuff I had to say at the top of the episode. So now I can move on to the real episode content. And I'm sure you're wondering, like, what the hell is she going to talk about by herself? Well, I had a couple different plans, actually. Okay, so my first plan was to reintroduce the podcast to those of you listeners who might be newer to the pod. I was going to talk about the origin of the word broad, where it came from, its etymology, and then how it became offensive, and then how on this podcast we reclaim it as a term of empowerment to describe women who live by their own rules in spite of any of the bullshit limitations and expectations the patriarchy put on her. The patriarchy, that is a subject of much discussion on this podcast, and more specifically, we try to recognize what Bell Hooks coined as the white supremacist capitalist patriarchy in the context of the lives of the broads we explore. Now, not all of the broads we talk about understood the white supremacist capitalist patriarchy that they existed in. In fact, most of them never heard of that phrase, and many of them didn't even consider themselves to be feminists. But their stunning accomplishments defied the white supremacist capitalist patriarchy nevertheless. They invented things, they fought in wars, they protested even when they knew it would get them killed. They built houses and kingdoms, they dueled, they fought for civil rights, they burned their enemies to the ground, they ran pirate empires, they even got elected, despite the fact that the patriarchy told them they couldn't. These are the broads you should know, and these are the broads me and my guests bring you every week, the broads that remind us in our toughest moments that we aren't alone. Other women have walked where we have and faced the insurmountable odds, and they made it through. I know it sounds so cheesy, but I can't tell you how often I think about these women, especially on my hard days. So that was my first idea for today. My second idea was to talk about how May is Mental Health Awareness Month. How women are still bearing the brunt of emotional labor in the United States and around the world, I think. And how women experience depression twice as often as men do. And boys are twice as likely to be diagnosed with ADHD than girls. That doesn't mean that boys have it more than girls. It means that girls don't get recognized as having it. This all might be old news to some of you, but it's always worth revisiting to increase awareness. And furthermore, to destigmatize talking about mental illness and mental wellness. Because the more we talk about that, the more we make it a normal conversation, the more people feel comfortable talking about it and finding help for it, right? 
Okay, so that was my second idea, Mental Health Awareness Month. My third idea was to talk more about the war in Ukraine. It's still been weighing so heavily on my heart. And I often think about Vladimir Putin, and I compare him with Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand. And I can't help but think about how when most women are in leadership positions, leading a country, or otherwise, they lead with empathy instead of ego. Because Putin is like 100% ego. He started this work as of ego. To this day, New Zealand only counts 731 deaths from coronavirus, due in large part to Jacinda's smart leadership. And if you haven't listened to our episode on Jacinda, you should definitely check it out. Chloe did a great job on that episode. I also did an episode a few weeks ago about the Invisible Battalion, the female soldiers of Ukraine, and their struggle for equal rights in the military. You should definitely listen to that one, too, if you missed it. And my fourth idea for this podcast today was to geek out with you about my big broads moment this week. This happens like at least once a week. It's when one of the broads that we've covered at some point just kind of shows up randomly in my life. And so this weekend, I'm sitting in the movie theater and I'm watching The Northman, the new Robert Eggers movie, the guy who did The Witch. I love that movie. So I'm sitting watching Northman and suddenly, bam, I realize that I was watching a heavily adapted version of the origin story of Olga of Kiev. Ah, she's one of my very favorite broads we have ever covered. I almost screamed out loud. I like almost I had to like put my hand over my mouth so I wouldn't because I was pretty sure that like reacting that way to the bloodbath that I was witnessing on screen would be like super weird for the people around me. So I didn't scream, but if you haven't um, checked out the episode about Olga of Kiev, you really got to go back and listen to that. Her story is absolutely epic. She is the Viking queen who put Kiev and the whole region, Ukraine, that whole area, on the map. And her battle tactics are so legendary that George R.R. R. Martin used them as plot points in Game of Thrones. And you might think that I'm exaggerating, but that's actually the stone cold truth. So check it out. Check out Olga. So I had all these ideas for today and I was working on developing out the full episode and trying to pick which one I thought would be most interesting for you all to hear. And then all of a sudden, the Politico article drops. And my heart just stopped. Did your stop too? Holy fuck. For those of you listening from outside the United States or, or if you're like not plugged into the news cycle right now, a draft opinion from the Supreme Court was leaked, revealing that Roe versus Wade is expected to be overturned in June. Roe versus Wade is the federal court case that made abortion legal in the United States. And as the U.S. has been moving further right on the political spectrum legislatively and becoming more conservative and passing laws that cut social services and support religious extremism instead of religious freedom, Roe versus Wade has become kind of the last bastion of protection for women in these conservative states who are seeking abortions. So that's where things have been in the U.S. And now this leak drops. So it's apparent that Roe versus Wade, the last bastion, will be overturned. This means that when it does, in 13 states, immediately 
there are trigger laws that come into effect making abortion illegal in those states. For whatever reason, they're seeking the abortion. And yes, even in cases of rape and incest, I cannot believe, I even have to say that out loud, conservative lawmakers don't care whether a woman is carrying a baby to term that is the product of incest. In 13 states, that's 25% of the country. Not 25% of the population, but still, it's fucking insane. So in June, women in the United States will have fewer rights than their mothers enjoyed. In fact, women will have fewer rights than a corpse. You cannot harvest organs or blood or donate a body to science or whatever else you do with dead bodies unless that person or their proxy gave permission before they died or right after they died. But women will now be forced to carry pregnancies to term even if the fetus isn't viable, even if they were raped, and even by their fucking dad. It's been long suspected that this would be happening this term. It's literally the reason that so many women, probably lots of your friends, myself included, were laying on the floor sobbing on election night of 2016. So I should not have been surprised to see that article, but it still hit me like a ton of bricks. The reality of it. Like 400 elephants standing on my semi-asthmatic lungs. Now, I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a legislator. I'm not a political analyst or some other whiz-bang expert who can talk about these things with a degree and a professional expertise. So I'm not going to wax on and pretend I'm some kind of expert at that level. But I am a woman. And I am an activist. The definition of an activist, by the way, is a person who campaigns to bring about political or social change. And I'm an advocate for equality and women's rights. An advocate, if you, if you aren't sure, is a person who pleads another's cause or who speaks or writes in support of something. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I don't even know I don't even know if I was faced with the heartbreaking decision of whether or not to terminate a pregnancy, if I would choose to get the abortion. I, I don't know if I would choose to get the abortion. But no matter what you would do or what you think my consequences might be at the end of things, you know, like with your gods or goddesses or the great turtle in the sky, the decision would be mine. My decision my consequences, and, and maybe, maybe my partner's decision. And hopefully also that decision is being made with the guided wisdom of a medical professional as science is in fact real and I do trust it. In fact, this whole point is kind of moot for me since I live in California and California is not one of the states with a trigger ban. California is like the, kind of the opposite of those states. So I personally don't need to worry about losing access to the medical procedure known as abortion, unless, of course, I travel to one of those states whilst pregnant. But the thing is, is it's not about me. That's the whole point. That's what being an advocate is. So when the political article dropped, the 3,000 elephants on my lungs 
they aren't about me. They're about all of those uterus havers who live in those 13 states. The U.S. already has one of the highest maternal death rates in the world. And in those 13 states, those rates are about to crack open the thermometer. Women are going to die. I, I mean, more women are going to die than already do. And more of those women will be women of color and women living below the poverty line. Women who can't afford to take off work to drive 800 miles to the nearest state where they can legally get their pregnancy terminated. I believe that women are amazing. I believe that they can do anything. And I fucking co-founded this podcast to highlight the sheer awesomeness of women who usually the history books never mention because we all know that all those fucking books are written by the white supremacist capitalist patriarchy, right? And I believe in equality. I believe women should have bodily autonomy. They should get to make their own choices about their health and their well-being. And I'm an activist, which means I'm going to fight like hell. And the whole purpose of this tirade, I threw out all those other episode ideas to tell you this. That whether you are a woman a man, non-binary, whatever kind of human you are, you can be an activist too. You can fight with me. And in this modern age of technology and wonder, you don't even have to get really uncomfortable to do it. You can fight from your laptop or from your kitchen table. Even introverts can fight, I promise you. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you the way that you should fight. I think that depends on you, on your comfort level, on your free time and availability, on your income level. But no matter what level you're at or whatever phase in life you're in, there's something you can do. You can be an activist. You can write letters or you can call lawmakers. You can donate to abortion providers or advocacy groups in the 13 states. You, you can attend a march. You can bring your friends and family, make everybody's voices heard. You can volunteer for a nonprofit or a community group. If you live in LA, I recommend Civic Sundays. I know the couple that runs it, they're super rad. You can also register people to vote. And you, you should vote and you should make all your friends vote and everyone you know vote. And you can also volunteer and help register people to vote in those 13 states from the comfort of your own home. You don't even have to go there. And you know what? You can even text people. If the thought of talking to a live person makes your skin crawl, I'm telling you, we live in an age of wonder. There's just one thing that you can't do, though. If you're a great lover of broads, then you cannot do nothing. In the words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who I really miss a lot right now, especially this very moment, whatever you choose to do, leave tracks. That means don't just do it for yourself. You will want to leave the world a little better for your having lived. To learn more about any of the broads mentioned in today's episode, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg, visit broadsyoushouldknow.com. 
If you aren't already, please follow us on social too. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Broads You Should Know and Twitter at BYSK Podcast. To suggest a broad, fill out the form on our website or email us at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. Are you a fan of this podcast or this episode specifically? If so, then share it with your friends and your family. Give us some love and leave us a review. It really helps new listeners to find us. This episode is brought to you by Zencaster, an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio quality audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. I use it to make this podcast and it's awesome. It records each guest locally, which means you don't have to be in the same room, and then it uploads the audio and video right into the suite, and so you have high-quality raw materials to edit your podcast with. If you want to sign up to try it out, go to zen.ai slash broads you should know. That's zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash broads you should know. Broads You Should Know is produced by me, Sarah Gorski, and edited by Chloe Skye, with original music by Darren Callahan. See you next week for another Broad You Should Know. Ooh.